We gather here today to remember the 2023 installment of the Cincinnati Bearcats football team. A group of fine young men taken by a pack of bears from Waco, Texas, just way too soon. How many games into the season? Seven games in, they were taken from us. It was the Bearcats' fifth straight loss overall. Still looking for their first conference win in the Big 12. They'd waited years and years for this day. Some recruits signed as early as three years ago to win games at the Big 12 Conference. They haven't done that yet, and now the season is dead. Would you like a few words, Houdini, on this year's installment of the Bearcats? Why, Lord? Why, Lord, did you have to take this beautiful, beautiful ball club and turn it to what it is today? Because it, it wasn't so long ago, I remember, I think we rattled off 25 straight at the beautiful Nippert Stadium. We had guys like Des Ritter, Sauce Gardner. Uh, it's sick. It's twisted what happened. Um, but uh, honestly, that is uh, hopefully the last time that we speak on this uh, on this beloved UC football team for the rest of the season. Hopefully we can get one win in the Big 12. That's all we ask of you, Lord. Amen. Happy hump day, everyone. Chuck and Houdini with you. Houdini, start us off. Cincinnati Bengals, what is the good word this weekend? Well, we just saw the San Francisco 49ers lose back-to-back. So, tough, tough couple weeks for our boy Chuck, the number Ah. one 49ers fan in the country today. Um, I don't love that. I was hoping they'd pull out um, pull out the W uh, last night because I don't know if I love the idea of coming off two losses and then um, playing the Bengals. But we got Burrow getting a good little rest on that calf that he has, and we know what that means. That means he's going to be slinging for 300-plus. Niners had no sacks. If our line can hold up, I think we the, the Niners has clearly shown they're very capable of being beaten. So I'm interested to see, did they, did they drop the spread yet? Yeah, five and a half. Niners favorites at home against the Bengals. Let's check where the money is coming in on this very late Tuesday night. It's about even. 51% of the bets on the Niners, 49 on the Bengals. But 66% of the money, the big money, is coming in on San Francisco. That sounds about right. Five and a half at home. I, I still think um, if Debo Samuel is not playing, clearly Brock Purdy turns into mystery relevant without his boy Debo um, at the helm. So if I'm not sure what the outlook looks like for Debo possibly playing uh, next Sunday. But without him, even if he does play, I, I think they've proven they're very beatable. I mean, you were claiming they were going uh, to go undefeated not uh, a few dumb. weeks ago. Yeah. That was dumb. Um, yeah. And I think we they're going to lose three straight. I'm thinking more of an Arizona Cardinals type game, 300 plus yards. And um, I know you had mentioned to me, we need some T Higgins and we're going to need a bad. Doesn't really help his cause that he's dealing with an injury right now. I hope T comes out and balls out in this game and shows that he's still one of the best number two wide receivers in the NFL. Can we please get some T Higgins in this one? But Cincinnati getting five and a half free points in Santa Clara. How far would you say Santa Clara is from San Francisco? I'll give you a little geography right here on the Bay Area. Because I know that all our listeners love geography lessons on a place that they may never visit, especially if they watch Fox News. They're never visiting San Francisco. I promise you that much. How far would I say, dude, you could tell me anything. I'd believe you. Um, I'm going to say two hours. Two hours? No, it's about 45 minutes from the city of San Francisco. 50 (laughs) minutes. I thought you were going to just, it was going to be something ridiculous. So it is kind of what I would have thought, like 30, 45 minutes. All right. 
Fair enough. Pretty far. Cut that one yeah, out. Pretty far. My geography yeah. teacher is going to be listening. Cut that shit out. It's the South Bay, which is like San Jose and Santa Clara and Palo Alto, where Stanford is. And it's always hot as hell down there. 85, 90 degrees every day throughout the summer and very nice and pleasant during the uh, the winter. Then you go up a little bit near the water and you get the peninsula, which is where I lived. There's Pacifica and there's San Mateo and a bunch of these other cities. And it's like 60 degrees and mild just about every day. You may get 70s during the, the summer months, which is like October and September. Then there's the East Bay, which is where Oakland is and a few of those other cities. And it's very mild, just like San Francisco. And then you got the North Bay, which is wine country. And everyone that lives there has at least $50 million in their bank accounts ready to pull out at any second. So that is your, uh, that is your geographical lesson on San Francisco today. I now consider you a, uh, a friend of the Bay area, Houdini. Absolutely. Um, is Al where's Alcatraz? Is that, the bay san francisco directly it's right across the way yeah you get on a ferry from pretty much fisherman's wharf and ride over there it's pretty crazy stuff i i suggest that you do the audio tour if you ever go there anyways the rant about san francisco geography is over you were i mean i set you up in that position to say absolutely i'm not a friend of san francisco screw yeah. the niners it's Bengals week it's Bengals week in san francisco they have to beat us they have to go through us in San Francisco. I will tell you, though, that's an incredible fan base. They're going to be up for this Bengals game. Could be a potential Super Bowl preview because the Niners have a chance to get there. And we've seen that the Bengals at least have the talent to make things interesting if they can get it together. And we're hoping they do that. Speaking of getting it together, Tyson Bajent. We were calling him Bagent, uh, Bajin. Beijing, we did not know what his name was last week. We put some respect on the new Bears QB1's name. It's Tyson Bajant, the man out of Shepherd. How about it? His arm was so poor that they brought in Nathan Peterman for the Hail Mary at the end of the half in the game. Did not throw one pass over 20 yards, but led his Chicago Bears to a blowout win over the Las Vegas Raiders. I, I just, uh, words on Tyson Bajant. I know you're a big fan right now. Tyson Bajent, I, I apologize for the disrespect. I said I would never bet on the Bears again. That's going to change after I saw that. I was, like, checking the score. I'm like, what the hell is it? Tyson Bajent is the next Tom Brady. Um, and he's uh, – I don't know if you saw the clip after the game. They were um, asking him, you know, what what would you have done? He's, he's one of those guys that was clearly borderline ever going to play in the league. And they were like, what would you have done if football didn't work out? He's like, oh, well, that's pretty simple. I would have got jacked as fuck. Got super deep into CrossFit and been a high school teacher at my old high school. I'm like, that guy's got a career in the league because guys like that, he doesn't care. He just goes out there like he probably wasn't even nervous. He went out there, slung the ball around a little bit. The running game picked up. Um, it's like a Johnny we'll Manziel without the extracurriculars. That's what it sounds like. He's like, I'm exactly. just going to go out, play playground ball, have fun. And when the game's over, I'm actually going to watch film and not turn yeah. to performance enhancing drugs of another kind <laughs> and he's like a west virginia kid too so he's got that you know west virginia accent and he's a country boy i like love him, some, some tutors biscuit world oh yeah i love that absolutely. I, I love you know this is a big uh we're, we're pro west virginia on this podcast we actually have a large listenership according to the pod bean stats from virginia so this is where i say wahoo wah and i say virginia is a beautiful state although i've never driven through it but to, to all the Virginians that are listening to this podcast, welcome to the show. I didn't know we had much of you here. 
Yeah, shout out. I, I'm still wondering if that's just inaccurate. I, I don't know who the hell lives in Virginia, but if you are out there listening to the chatter, we love you we and we respect it. you. And, um, you know, I, I slightly, I got to rank West Virginia slightly above you with our boy Tyson Bajent, 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 however you want to say it. Um, but we're, we're all fans of the Virginias. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we keep seeing this guy sling the ball because he's, uh, he's a lot of fun to watch. All right, it's time for the premier part of the show. This is the premier segment where we're comparing NFL teams to candy. We will collaborate in real time. I'm going to throw out some teams and tell you who I think the candies are that compare to them. I gave you a list so you can mix and match here. There are teams that can be two different candies or, or you know, candies that can be two different teams. For example, I think I used the Milky Way a couple of times because they describe teams perfectly. Which division do you want me to start in? You want me to start in the North? And this is also a good time to to catch you up on how the teams are doing if you haven't paid attention to the league because we're running through the records as well. Baltimore is 5-2. and two. I think they are the Twix right now. A contender, but the Snickers are just a little more complete. They have the peanut butter Snickers to add to the fam. I like Twix a lot, so I don't necessarily love that. But um, they did just beat the brakes off of uh, the Lions who... Um, are, are we sure the lines are good, or do we get a little overhyped? Did Dan Campbell eat kneecaps, throw us off a little bit? I'm not so sure yet. I don't hate it, but it really comes down to where you putting the where you putting the Snickers then. We'll find out. You'll find out where we're putting the Snickers yeah, because that's the Steelers. That's what the Pittsburgh Steelers, four and two right now. They're one of two candies. I was going to go Nestle Crunch. I'm not going to go Nestle Crunch. I'm going to go Almond Joy. They look like trash, but they're actually decent. Steelers are four and two right now. They're trending towards a playoff berth. Now, when it comes down to the variety bag, they're in a bag with the stickers, a Reese's peanut M&Ms. They're the last team anyone's picking, but the, the Steelers and Almond Joy thoughts. I hate Almond Joys. So perfect. I, I'm not the biggest fan of the Steelers, but I almost think it's it, you're, you're going a little too far. You're being a little too harsh over there in Pittsburgh. Um, Cause what, what I mean, I guess the question is, what's your definition of an eight and eight candy, a five hundred candy? Because that's what the Steelers are. Okay, I might be learning Nestle at, Crunch bar, Nestle Crunch. Right. Yeah, I think it that's might fair. be Nestle okay. Crunch would be a little bit better. So, all right, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Nestle Crunch, the Cleveland Browns, milk duds tastes good, but eventually our mouth is going to be stuck together. Um, in this situation, the Browns, good record. They've looked pretty good, especially defensively, but that no QB will catch up to them. They'll have jaws stuck to each other, caramel everywhere, cavities on the way. Um, and this is a team that's four and two, but could easily be two and four or three and three. I like it. I like milk duds there. I don't know. You could throw in like zebra gum or something because I don't know if you watched that, but the uh, the refs lit single-handedly won the game for the Browns. Uh, I, I can't stand it. Um, zebra gum. I love this. Yeah, yeah, they're, the, they're, they're the yeah, zebra yeah. gum, brother. Yeah, they got the yeah. freaking refs on their side, and they, they run out of freaking juice 10 seconds into it. So, yeah, I'll go, I'll go zebra gum for the beloved Cleveland Browns. If anyone gives me zebra gum at Halloween, I, it, it shouts to them because I feel like you can only find it at very old school CVSs. So you're getting a crate of zebra gum or uh, something stripes. I think it may just be zebra stripes, but those are good back in the day. They lost flavor in about two seconds, just like the Browns are going to lose steam in about two seconds when the competition starts to pick up a little bit and they're no longer playing the Indianapolis Colts. The Cincinnati Bengals. I have one, but I'll throw you on the clock first. Who, who, what's a candy that 
represents the Cincinnati Bengals at three and three on the season, but trending upward. Um, I mean, you could probably see this one coming. They're they're the Milky Way right now. Okay. Oof. They're missing. We know what they're missing. They're missing. They're missing Joey B's big nuts. Okay. Just like Salisbury <laughs> talked about the nuts of a daytime burglar. We haven't quite seen that yet. So right now they're a Milky Way. They're good. They they, they get the job done. They're they're missing something. They're missing a little bit of something. And I think it's those nuts. And we throw that in. All of a sudden we're talking Bengals as Snickers. Um, which I think everybody can say is probably on the Mount Rushmore of candies. They're just not in that category yet. So that's where I'm putting them at Milky Way. Great explanation. I went with the Starburst. Um, if we get the fave Reds pack or if we get the tropical pack, it's a Super Bowl. Pink, Super Bowl. Too many oranges so far. And they clearly have some oranges in their variety bag. So as of right now, we're not getting the fave Reds bangles, but I put them down as a, a Starburst at three and three. AFC East, we got the Dolphins. I put them down also as a Twix. They're a contender. I, I just, you know, I think the Snickers has a little too much. And I think we saw it in their Sunday night football game with the Eagles, and we'll see it consistently throughout the season. If this team stays 100% healthy, maybe they have a chance. I'm just not firm believers that they have all the ingredients to get the job done, but they are a damn good candy. They are a damn good team, rather. The Twix, the Dolphins at 5-2. and two. I love this one. And I'll give you a chance to to rebuttal, but I think the Twix for the Dolphins is perfect. We're not going to rebuttal with all thirty two teams, Chuck. So yeah, we can we you could fire these off rapid, and I'll tell you when you're a dumbass and when you're not. Okay, yeah, just just, just straight up. So whoa, 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 whoa. The Buffalo Bills, Sour Patch Kids. They're sour and they're sweet. It, it's simple enough. This is a team that sometimes looks damn good. They're sweet, and then they give you that look on your face to where you're the Warheads guy. Because they're, you know, a little too sour. That right now is the Buffalo Bills. The New York Jets, they're a Hershey's bar. Just too one-sided. They need peanut butter. They need nougat. They need caramel. They need something. All they have is a really good defense. The, the Hershey's bar. Jets. Just don't get them by a campfire because then they may kick your ass. Some more, baby. I, I like it. I like it. I like what you're doing here. You're, you're bound to, to really screw this up, though. So continue. Okay, the Patriots, the candy corn. Oh, just a remarkable candy over the years. Uh, very reputable, a household name, but they just suck. They somehow make its way onto primetime every year. They make its way to the front of a Safeway or a Kroger. You're walking by and you're like, why do they keep pushing candy corn like pumpkin pie down my gullet? There is no way people like this is candies. But somehow they're still on national TV and you see them everywhere. That's the New England Patriots right now. Well, well, uh, come on. Candy corn for the Patriots. When when did the candy corn win like five Super Bowls straight? When did the candy when did candy corn do that? They've always been dog shit. They've never been good. They've always been ass. Everyone's hated them. Candy corn and Bill Belich. If there, we got any Boston, I don't think we even do. I don't think we have a single person from Boston that listens to this. But they are they're flipping a table over hearing that Bill Belichick, apparently the best coach in NFL history, is now been degraded to a candy corn, the worst candy in all the land. But go ahead. Just wanted to, Sorry to, to hear about throw him. in my two cents. AFC South. This one gets a little funky. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars as the sour punch straws. I love them. Their time is coming. It's just not here yet. I'll be expecting sour punch straws to to surpass the Tootsie Roll and to surpass the 
the pink Tootsie Rolls and the orange Tootsie Rolls and, and take over those variety bags someday. They're just not there yet. The Jaguars, Sour Punch Draws. The Texans, a York Mint. It has a ceiling. It's a, a valuable upside. Sometimes in life you need a York Mint. You know, late in the night, Stacy says, why don't you come back to my place? We'll watch Freddy Krueger stab some people. How romantic. All you have is a bunch of candy, stinky breath, the York Mint. It has upside, mm. but just not going to win it all yet. That's the Houston Texans. The Indianapolis Colts, they're also a York Mint. Uh, just two similar teams, Texans, Colts, same team right now, uh, with, with the Texans being a little fresher of a York Mint. And then the Tennessee Titans, I'm going with Swedish Fish. They have some talent, but not enough to compete with the other sweets like Starburst, Sour Patch Kids, and Skittles. The Titans at two and four round out the uh, the basement of that league. Fair in the AFC South. Uh, Swedish Fish for the Tennessee Titans is is giving them way too much credit. I like a good Swedish Fish. I've never liked watching the Tennessee Titans play. I know that for a fact. That's never been enjoyable. Um, I would have said maybe Raisinets or Twizzlers for them because they're not bad. It's just, you're never excited about it and you never really leave the, you know, that empty bag. You don't really feel good about it. That's how I feel every time I watch the Titans play, even though they did, you know, beat the hell out of us. Um, that's the one thing I got an issue with. All right. The Kansas city chiefs in the AFC West, they're at the top of the standings right now at six and one. They are the Snickers, very complete team. They can go toe to toe with anyone on the Mount Rushmore candies, Kansas city, six and one. And they have Taylor Swift on their side right now. The Las Vegas Raiders, three and four. I put them down as a Nestle Crunch. They're marketable because they have Adams and Garoppolo, but that's about it. Marketable, not great. Three and four, Raiders, Nestle Crunch. Two and four, the Chargers, a Jolly Rancher. Hard to eat, hard to watch. They go for it every fourth down. There are some talent, you know. Jolly Rancher has some talent there. I like to suck on them every once in a while. I like to dabble watching some Justin Herbert throwing it to Keenan Allen. But when the time comes down to it, it's just a hard watch, man. They 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 have everything there they need. You know, the Jolly Rancher tried to make the soft ones. They'd be a frustrating team to watch. I had gummy bears on my board for the Los Angeles Chargers because I think they're kind okay. of fun. You know, they, they, they're colorful. Yeah. You get kind of excited. You get a little giddy. You pull out a pack. And then after eating like four or five of them, you go, I, I kind of fucking hate these. These are kind of trash. And that's how I feel every time I watch the Chargers play. I'm like, they got all they, they got all the, the the sex appeal in the game. They got those little blue powder uniforms running around. Justin Herbert looks like a surfer. He's got a cannon arm. But at the end of the day, they just stink. Like, I, I really think they're not a very good football team. So, gummy bears. Really doesn't make much sense, man. They go for it every fourth down. So, two and four, the Chargers. A um, gummy bear, Jolly Rancher. Broncos, two and five. They're a payday. Key ingredient, they have it. They have a quarterback in Russell Wilson. Is he cooked? Maybe. Is Carmel cooked? Absolutely not. But this team's just not good. The payday tried adding in chocolate, mixing things up. The Broncos added in Sean Payton. It has not worked. The Broncos are two and five, and they are a payday. That is your AFC. NFC, the Eagles, a Reese's. Only a peanut allergy or an injury can take this team down. We've seen how good they are. We know how delicious a Reese's is. Eagles at six and one. They're a Reese's peanut butter cup. The Dallas Cowboys, regular M&Ms. You can't escape them and they're not that good, but they're on TV every game. M&Ms advertised everywhere. I think that's 
for America's team, America's candy, regular M and M's, maybe. That no, that's fair because I don't know who's buying regular M and M's because like if you're getting M and M's, it's got to be the peanut butter M and M's, or I, I I don't really respect you as a person at all. So I probably would have given them a little bit of leeway and jumped them up to peanut M and M's because um, they're not okay. a bad football team. They're solid. Um, so that's what I would have done. Just slightly, you know, give Dak a little bit of respect, even though he's not very good. Washington Commanders, Twizzlers. I I love watching. Just like I love eating Twizzlers, I think they're very addicting. I, I pick them apart and eat an entire sleeve in about 15 seconds. I'll crush a pack with no problem at all. I'll watch the Commanders. I'll watch Big Hat Robinson. I'll watch Dotson. I'll watch McLaurin. I'll watch Sam Howell sling it around. I like the Commanders, but they just don't get the job done. Not enough talent at the end of the day to compete with the other sweets. Commanders, Twizzlers. New York Giants, Whoppers. They look like shit, but not big shit you know they, they show just enough it's just like a tiny little shit coming out every week no one's excited to see you show up in the bag no one likes getting a whopper on halloween no one likes seeing the new york giants on sunday night football the giants coming in at two and five the last place team in the nfc east the whoppers nfc north the detroit lions i'm going with sour patch kids they're sour and sweet could sour patch kids win it all I think they could. I mean, there, there's a couple Sour Patch Kids out here. We said the Bills are Sour Patch Kids. Bills could win it all. Lions could win it all. But I'm not taking them at the end of the day. They're good, but sometimes can't trust them. sour. Yeah, you can't trust them. You can't trust Sour Patch Kids. You've seen the commercial. You've, you've seen those little gummies running around, and they you know pull the dude's pants down and moon him at his high school graduation <laughs> speech. Oh, I was sick of come on in. No, I got no pants on. That's, that's a... Um, that's free advertising right there if you want to make that commercial. And then he picks up the pants and gives him his diploma and he says, they were sour and now they're sweet. They might so they might be the watermelon sour patch kids. Cause I mean they they just don't really do it for me. There's not enough switch up in the flavors. Um, I think they might just be one dimensional. Is Jared Goff good? Is he is he sweet? Is he sour? I do not know. So I might go with the uh, watermelon. I think the Sour Patch Kids watermelon are, are delicious. Uh Vikings, we're going original red Skittles. They have some talent. But uh, just not enough to compete with the other Skittles alone to compete with the the Sour Patch Kids in their division. Vikings, three and four, they're whatever. Uh, Packers, I'm going with three Musketeers. They find their way on national TV. They find their way into the goodie bag. But when it comes down to it, why are they in the variety bag? Packers stink. Three Musketeers stink. Three Musketeers suck. Yeah, they do suck. Packers suck. They're two and four. And then the last place Bears at two and five. They're an O. Henry. The O. Henry was relevant the last time the Bears were. Uh, I, I don't know what's in an O. Henry. I know it's chocolate. I don't really know who's on the Bears. I know they have Fields. I know they have uh, they had Chase Claypool. They traded him away. They have Darnell Mooney at the receiver position. They uh, are on like their four-string running back, and they have Tyson Bajent at their quarterback. He loves an O. Henry. So Bears, O. Henry bar. NFC South, we're going Falcons. This may be a stretch. I went Falcons Milky Way. And they're not in the same stratosphere as the Bengals. So you may have a better one for the Falcons. But I basically just said, look, Milky Way, king of its division. But once again, peanut butter and friends. When when peanut butter and friends are entered into the bracket, then the Falcons, there's no way the Milky Way can hang with them. Did you have something or will you ride with the Milky Way? I'm going to say a, a hundred grand bar for them. I, because I think some people don't realize that hundred grand bars are, are legitimate, just dog shit. Um, and it seems like the Falcons have been kind of confusing. They've honestly confused me 
watching them. I'm like, they they feel like they're terrible, but they keep winning. What are they, four and three now? So they're Des Ritter is looking kind of good. Like, I don't even know what you can say about him. He's looked terrible and also pretty decent at the same time. So I'm gonna go hundred grand bar because I nobody likes seeing that in their, you know, when you're trick-or-treating. Nobody's excited to see hundred grand bar, but sometimes it gets the job done. What is hundred grand bar? Is that the uh the rice krispies and the chocolate? Like, yeah. The, the guys that make hundred grand bars aren't even sure what's in them, Chuck. So I can't guarantee you what's in those, but yeah, I think it's like a it's almost like a crunch bar with n- nougat in it that's just kind of put together and slopped together. So it's a it's a real shit show of a candy. And you know they were uh, they they're really outdated when they're called hundred grand bars because you know at the time when they were made they're like hundred grand sick. Everyone loves a hundred grand. They're gonna love this candy. Now it had to be like seven hundred fifty grand because a hundred grand in today's economy. You kidding me? Hundred grand not getting you anything. You live in paycheck to paycheck. There's like an entire, there's like a guy that is literally like the Midwest regional manager of, of sales for hundred grand bars. Like that's all they do. Like they, they walk into an office of like 80 sales reps and they just have hundred grand bars on the wall and they just keep like sell, sell, sell. Like there's a whole division, a whole company dedicated to slinging hundred grand bars. And that just blows my mind. I probably think there are a lot more candies under the umbrella. It's probably like Mars and it's M&M's and 100 grand bars is just one of their entities. But it's it does not, blow my mind no. that they There's still have them in stores. You see a zero There's, bar every once in a while and you're like, who the hell eats a zero bar? Uh, oh, I mean, God. you probably didn't even know a zero Bad bar market. existed. It's like, yeah, it's like white fudge and nougat. It just, yeah, I mean, zero bar. Give me a break. Um, down the list we go. Buccaneers, Kit Kat could find its way into the playoff, but never a go-to. Saints, baby Ruth had its day, has some talent with the nougat, but the baby Ruth, yeah, maybe it's a contender in the 1970s, or the 1940s with Babe Ruth promoting it with a big old glass of whiskey in his left hand and a baby Ruth in his right hand. Or if you're the Fratellis, maybe it, you know, comes into the picture with your son, with your son's sloth. Hey, you guys, baby Ruth Panthers good and plenty. Um, you curse whoever puts a good and plenty in your bag. You curse the producer who pulls up the Panthers game, whoever they're playing, even if it's close on a, um, on an NFL red zone game, because the Panthers stink. They're good and plenty. I think that's fair. 49ers wild berry Skittles. Amazing. But if you eat too much of them, it may just upset your tummy. I'm telling you, I've 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 eaten like three packs on airplanes before of the purple Skittles, the wildberry Skittles, and it'll ruin your life then and there. And that's kind of the San Francisco 49ers. They struggle to stay healthy. Trent Williams, Debo Samuel, questionable for the game against the Cincinnati Bengals. Sometimes you're questionable after eating a few too many bags of purple Skittles. Fair? Fair. I know. I, I, I like purple. I like how you utilize the different flavors of each Skittle because I was struggling yep. a little bit with the top tier teams. I like it. I like it a lot. Well done. Good research. Five and two. Five and two are the 49ers. We then go down to the Seahawks. I went with an 100 grand bar. I had no idea what to give them. Honestly, we can probably just go Nestle Crunch for the Seahawks. That seems like a fair or a Kit Kat, something like that. That seems like a fair candy. The Rams, I'm going with a Milky Way. I think they're good. They're just missing ingredients to get to the top. And I don't think they have peanuts to pull 
from. You know, they, they don't have Stafford doesn't have those nuts that Burrow has to potentially turn them into a Snickers. So they're a Milky Way to me. And then last but not least, the Arizona Cardinals are circus peanuts. Just a clown show. What's going on with Kyler Murray? In 2021, he looked like one of the faces of the league. He just vanished. I kind of forgot he was on the team. I'm watching Josh Dobbs run out there every single week and sling him into the dirt. And I'm like, ah, oh, the Cardinals stink. They don't have a future. And then I think to myself, they do have a future. They have a franchise quarterback that led their team to a first-place finish or near a first-place finish in the AFC West in 2021. Boy, has it fallen off quickly. Yeah. And that is why they are circus peanuts. It seems like a long, long ways away of when uh, the Arizona Cardinals were talking about being contenders at one point. And then and then they made that contract that he had to study the playbook or whatever. He had to dedicate so many hours a week. And then the memes started coming of him being like legitimately a, a foot tall. And then they started talking about he's addicted to Call of Duty. And I guess that's what he is still doing. He might be still on Modern Warfare 2 from a couple of my sources. Um, but yeah. Long fall from grace for the Arizona Cardinals. They were looking like they were about to be, you know, in contention year in and year out, and then literally shit hit the fan. Did Larry Fitzgerald ever officially retire? What What the yeah, hell happened? He retired a few years ago. Yeah, he did, retired. Did he officially and retire? He officially retired. He, he's on broadcast at this point, and he's hitting the hack squat machine pretty hard because that guy has some, uh, to, to say the least, that guy defines what it takes to have a very firm gluteus maximus. And that's where we probably change the subject as we're talking about Fitzgerald's gluteus maximus. But Hey man, I'm impressed. True. I mean, I yeah, I, I, I'm impressed. The, the dude wears size 48 pants and his ass is still the size he of a can't watermelon. Sit down. He can't sit down in an airplane bathroom. I know that much. He'll go right to the roof. I guarantee you. They have a little turbulence. He is launching into space on the train. Are you on the train with Rumpelman shots? I told you my birthday weekend, I was at a bar and a pub in Chicago, Woody's watching the Bengals beat the Seattle Seahawks. And I ordered a couple rounds of Rumpelman shots. And this is now an issue that I've had lately. I don't order shots often. It's, it's biannual pretty much. It's a couple times a year. It's not like it used to be where it was biweekly. Um, so I don't go up there often. And when I do, I get shot panic. They ask me what I want, and it's just, I don't know what to get anymore. For the longest time, I just said green tea shots. And then I bought green tea shots for an established group of like 40-year-old anchors in the San Francisco market, and they like scoffed at me. They're like, no, like we that, drink no, they're like, we drink tequila with ice. We don't drink your green tea shots. And I felt <laughs> so uncultured. So I get shot panic sometimes when I go up there. And the, the thing that I've been getting lately is just Rumpelman's with a chaser of water. That stuff will ruin your life, man, but it's good. I'm on the train. I'm not. I hate Rumplements. Probably it's a it's a close race with Rumple and Fireball. Um, like most people with liquors and different shots, there was a, a college party that was fire and ice and all I drank. And that was right when Rumple came out. And I was uh, I said, this is this is like freaking drinking Listerine, bro. I've always kind of wanted to swallow it. Now I can. And I was ecstatic. And then the next day happened and all I was like burping up like the, the cool mint rumple. And I threw up probably five times. I am so out on rumple mints. I got to put fireball slightly ahead of it. Um, but I don't know if I missed it there. Why are you, why are you constantly buying shots for what reason? Exactly. Somebody's just like convincing you like you got to do a round for the table or what? 
And this is actually the issue that I had my wife when she saw the bill. And I, I told you about this on my birthday. If you haven't listened to that show, go back and listen to it. She spent $260 buying a bunch of people that I didn't even know that well shots at the table. Bengals touchdown shots. Let's do shots. So you're the shots guy. Split the check. Well, I thought they were going to split the check. That's what they do, no. right? In, in Chicago. No, or no, they bars. give you the solo check. They give you the solo check. So I was like, all right, I'm going to do what Houdini told me to do. I'm going to alpha everyone. I'm going to get the solo check, and I'm going to be the one that pays as much as everyone else, but was the hero that ordered all these shots. And what do you know? They split up the check. The person across from me paid 30 the other person paid 30 and the, the buddy Tucker and I ended up paying $260 for everyone else's rumplement shots. But yeah, I'm, I'm the shot guy. I don't go out as much as I used to. So when I do, I like my presence to be felt. It's another one shots, rumplements, rumplements. Yeah. You're the, you're and, the guy uh, when like, you got nothing to say, basically like everyone's kind of quiet and you just go, ah, that's hey, screw it. Let's do shots, guys. Want to do shots? And everyone's that's like, oh, me. all right. That Chuck guy's pretty cool, man. Like I kind of fucking yeah. Chuck. He's doing That's shots. Me. Yeah. So, so on the train, yeah. Rumplemans, you are clearly off the train with Rumplemans and Fireball. All right. That does it for the chatter today. For Houdini, I'm Chuck Bingles and 49ers from Levi Stadium this Sunday. And we'll talk to you soon. Uh, Spread Hunters, the update. We're taking the week off just because time gets in the way sometimes. We had to prepare a good rundown. Houdini's one, six, and one. Chuck is six and two right now. So I have the early lead. We'll take a week off. We'll let Houdini study the boards, uh, the action app, and we'll get back to it next week.